Hello, Clementines, and welcome back to our podcast. I hope the weeks start off well for all of you, and I just want to say thank you so much for joining us today. Here at Clementine, we believe in the healing of the world one slice at a time, and I'm just truly happy to have you all along for the ride. So today, we are continuing the series Meet Your Emotions. If you joined us last time, you've met Anger, and you've come to understand how we can appreciate her a little more. Today, we're meeting another misunderstood emotion, which is guilt. Guilt's been something I've dealt with for quite some time, so I'm super excited to share that with you guys. Without further ado, let's get started. Alright, so guilt. Guilt's always been something that clings to me like a backpack whenever I stand up for myself or set boundaries or just hang around people that are constantly in need of emotional recharging so they take their energy from me. Um, Guilt's often misunderstood to be our conscious telling us to do something right, Um, but that isn't always true. In emotional health and wellness, as you guys might know, I'm super obsessed with It is super important that we are able to discern when our guilt is working for us and when it's working against us. Guilt could be motivation to tell the truth or to be kind or to do a favor for someone, but it could also be a hindrance to our own personal growth and emotional wellness. Uh, We talked a lot about how we should embrace our anger last week and meet your emotions anger edition, and guilt might come along the way and tell you that you're a horrible person because you did embrace your anger. Um, and that's that's very similar to that situation in which we're teaching ourselves that anger is not a good reaction or a good emotion, and guilt comes to reinforce that, and it's a tricky emotion within itself. Um, guilt's dealt with very differently for different people, and it arises for almost the same types of situations when we should f- feel that bad about ourselves for standing up for ourselves or feel bad for the way in which we behave or feel. Now, let's talk about guilt in the emotional and motivational way first. Um, Guilt as a motive can often remind us of our own humanity. Um, Let's say we didn't want to attend some plans that we'd made with some friends or a group of people, and so we just decided, "Mm, I'm just going to ghost them because I don't want to confront them. So I'm going to ghost this person that I'd been making plans with. I'm going to pretend like I don't see these messages. Guilt creeps up like a shadow and latches onto us, which makes us regret ghosting the person or people we were supposed to hang out with. The weight of the guilt, though we might try to ignore it, might move us to be honest with the person about not wanting to go to this event or outing, despite being shy or not wanting to have confronted them in the first place. This instance of guilt is healthy. It pushes us to confront uncomfortable situations and inconveniencing conversations well, excuse me, while also making us, you know, not uncomfortable with ourselves and how we feel. It just checks us so that we are more honest beings and take other people's emotions into consideration. Oftentimes, we're idle about how we feel, what we know, and other things. And we tend to keep secrets, these types of things, secret, as if people are mind readers. And they're not. Guilt can make us come clean in a weird, interesting way. Um, Coming clean I use very loosely there because in some instances, you know, telling the truth isn't exactly coming clean. It's just being a little brutally honest. 
in which case that could generate more guilt, but I won't get into that. Um, guilt could also push us to be kinder or even apologize. So let's say, you know, you listened to my podcast last week and you embraced your anger, but you didn't do so exactly in the right way. And I use right very loosely, but you ended up lashing out on someone that was totally undeserving because you wanted to embrace your anger instead of shove it down and shove it down and shove it down, as I'd said. Well, our guilt comes and pushes past the ego that's wounded by whatever had angered us in the first place and reminds us that it was not that person's fault for our anger and we are not allowed to just blow up on anyone that is in our way. Guilt makes us feel bad, reminds us that we are kind, reminds us that we are emotional people that do not intentionally hurt others, do not intentionally harm others, and push our own emotions onto other people. Now, guilt can work in a really productive way in constantly doing emotional checks and balances to make sure that we are properly owning and taking responsibility for the ways we feel. That is important because later I will talk about how guilt can do the opposite. Um, Guilt can also push people who have bullied us in the past or been mean to us in the past to apologize. Um, It's kind of what people like to refer to as a come to Jesus. Guilt reminds you of how you would feel if you were put in a situation that created this anger, created this blow up, created these harsh, um, rude behaviors, and those people can apologize. They might even feel bad. Guilt is only productive in the sense that it makes us want to be better and work towards being better people, but also only if you allow it to. I say that because the reverse of of guilt, which can make us feel horrible, can only do so if we allow it to. So it's all about taking responsibility for your emotions. I know I'm talking a little fast here, but that's because guilt is really tricky and often becomes a, a web of confusion, a web of feeling bad, a web of getting into a funk. Um, And I say guilt can be a good thing very loosely because it just encourages us to consistently check on our emotions and make sure they are in the right place and we are dealing with them as they should be dealt with. Ah, now the hard part. Guilt as a harmful and damaging thing to our personal growth. Guilt doesn't exactly have an off switch, and that definitely shows. When we set boundaries for ourselves, it sometimes requires us to cut people off or even distance ourselves from situations outside of our own emotional bubbles. Setting boundaries is a good thing, but it can bring up guilt because we'll feel bad for no longer being the emotional rock for people or no longer allowing others to call on us anytime they need us. While those boundaries are healthy and good for our emotional health as a whole, guilt somehow still makes us feel as though we've abandoned someone and makes us feel bad for choosing ourselves over others. Guilt can also make us feel bad for being assertive in workplaces because we fear that we've let others down or made them feel inferior by expressing ourselves and making our voices heard. Now, guilt's super tricky because it doesn't allow us to choose when it appears, and more often than not, it appears when we're finally sticking up for ourselves and our well-beings. Remember how I said guilt can push us to have uncomfortable conversations? Yeah, well, if we go on our own and decide to have uncomfortable conversations and people get offended or feel uncomfortable, 
that can also create guilt as well. A perfect example is how one might try to educate their parents about the racial inequalities um, that exist today in America, especially between black people and the police. And they might have this conversation with their parents on their own, not feeling guilty at all, just trying to educate their peers, their family. And the uncomfortable feeling that their family gets might make them feel guilty for even bringing these things up, for expressing their beliefs, their opinions. By the way, human rights is not a political view, and it's not an opinion. Moving forward, the guilt will still rise. Though we've done the right thing to ourselves and for those that we stand for, we still feel some type of unhealthy guilt because one, those are our parents and we've now made them uncomfortable, and two, we've now made a whole situation that could have been avoided if you'd just not spoken up. Now we've made it uncomfortable. Guilt makes you feel bad for how you feel all the time. If one is clinically depressed and has a good day, a happy day, quote unquote, guilt might arise and remind them that they cannot be both depressed and happy, which is not true. But a depressed individual or an individual with a mental illness might feel inclined to listen to guilt because honestly, it's all they've known. That's just a few examples. Now here's an example that I see often in my own life. Now I'm an empath of sorts, um, or empath. Um, I feel very intense emotions for very prolonged periods, but also sporadic periods of time. And I feel a lot. It just feels like I feel and feel and feel consistently. But this, along with my healing energy, um, attracts wounded and egotistical individuals and sometimes narcissists. Um, because I'm a healer, I often take in these people who just simply drain my energy and drama and just dump, just dump everything in my life. And my mind spirals out of control and I continuously suppress my emotions and my issues and my feelings to listen to and make room for the issues of others. And I compartmentalize for the sake of being a good person, a good friend. But this often leaves me lonely, drained, and exhausted. I tell myself, oh, I'll set boundaries and I take distance. And then the guilt creeps in. And then I know my boundaries are to preserve myself and my life, but it still feels wrong to abandon, quote unquote, those people who've needed me, even if they aren't there for me when I need them. Guilt tells me I have abandoned people who need me and that I'm bad and selfish and I just am an awful person for taking time to myself and setting boundaries and respecting myself and my boundaries. So then I return to these one-sided friendships and relationships and watch as I spiral mentally once again. The cycle continues until I decide that guilt will not have a hold on me or my life. I know that was a lot, but for many, this experience of mine is so close to theirs. It worsens when those deepening emotions and those that depend on you for this emotional help guilt you into staying in a one-sided friendship or relationship. These people use guilt to keep you there, and that is what I mean when I say guilt can be damaging. Dependent people will consistently use guilt as a method of manipulation, reminding you of how you'd feel if you had been abandoned or if you knew you abandoned someone. And guilty is usually how you'd feel if someone leaves. 
Guilt allows people to twist the narrative and somehow we feel sorry for people who've never helped us out or have even been abusive to us. So, the big question, how do we deal with it? Well, first, we've got to accept that the guilt happens. We can't escape the hands of guilt as a whole, but we can minimize its effects. We have to tell ourselves that it is okay to care about yourself more than those who consistently drain you. It's okay to cancel plans or to delete numbers or to ignore calls. It's okay to deny a client who isn't paying you well. And it's okay to not help every single person that needs your help. It's okay for us to express our views and beliefs, even if they make people feel weird. We have to forgive ourselves for leaving toxic situations, even if we left quote-unquote, a little too late. Because guilt will tell us that, well, if you didn't leave earlier, then why leave now? But that's not the case, and that's not a good reason to stay in a toxic and manipulative relationship. Most of all, though, we can't look back. Guilt comes from reflection on the past, and sometimes it can cause personal growth, but... Be weary if it reflects on those toxic situations and imply that you were the toxic one, especially if you were confident in your abilities to determine if you were toxic or not. Oftentimes, guilt will make you reflect on past manipulative relationships that you'd left and make you feel as though you'd abandoned someone who was wounded and needed your help. Guilt often also makes us take on relationships where we have to consistently heal people because we feel guilty that all of their past relationships had quote-unquote broken them. We can't listen to guilt because we deserve better. We deserve to take care of ourselves. We deserve to love ourselves. We deserve to put ourselves first. There is no putting yourselves first and guilt first at the same time. So you come first. Overall, guilt isn't as kind to us as anger is, as you've come to see. We have to be mindful of how we use it and where it shows up. If you find yourself repeating the same mistakes and returning to the same toxic relationships or even leaving toxic relationships only to accrue three new ones with the same types of characters as before, then you should ask yourself, is guilt driving me back to this place? Why? If you notice yourself doing some type of self-sabotaging behavior, you should ask yourself, Is guilt behind this? Why? Those feelings where you feel that you don't deserve happiness, that you aren't allowed to be sad, that you aren't allowed to be depressed because people have it worse, that's guilt. All of those are guilt. Guilt often makes us feel as though we are not suffering as much as we do because someone else has it worse. And while that's true, we should not compare traumas or suffering because suffering is suffering. And comparing the two doesn't do anything but make things worse. So, I leave you all with this. Ask yourself, is guilt driving this behavior? And you'll get a pretty decent answer, usually. But also, don't be so hard on yourselves, Clementines. Guilt may be there, but it doesn't mean we have to give it power over our lives. Your homework for this week is to take notice of your friend groups your family groups, people you talk to every day. Do you ever feel guilty taking space from them? 
Do you ever feel guilty hanging out with them for too long? Do you ever feel guilty in speaking up for yourself in the workplace? Denying yourself clients that aren't good to you, friends that aren't good to you. Take notice of all the situations in your life where guilt may have arisen and you didn't know about it. And reconcile. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. It was a little dense, but I tried to keep it quick. Guilt can be super tricky, but together we can conquer it. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Clementine the Podcast and on Twitter at Clementine Mood. We're also on Tumblr at clementine-theblog.tumblr.com where we post all of our blog posts every Talk About It Tuesday. Make sure you guys are getting engaged on comments. Share in one of our recent photos on Instagram or tweet at us at Clementine Mood what you're thinking about the podcast, what you're thinking about what we should do next. Hope you guys enjoyed this series. We love you guys so much. Stay tuned next week for the next Meet Your Emotions. Ciao.